How is your amen today? Sometimes mine can get pretty tired. Today we continue our fall series called Beginning Again. And I gotta be honest with you, this title really frustrates me. Now don't get me wrong, it's the perfect title. And that's why it frustrates me. Why do we have to begin again? <laughs> why can't we just keep on going? It makes my amen a little tired. Do you ever get that way? You know, when I was in high school, I threw the shot put. And we, we had the coolest coach. His name was Mr. Snezrude. We called him Snez. And, you know, especially in high school, throwing the shot put isn't as much about being big and strong as it is about mastering the proper technique. And so Snez would show us how to slide across the circle and, and pop our hips just at the right time to send that metal ball flying. And so we would do it. We would slide and pop. And he'd look at us and he said, good, but begin again. Slide, pop, again. Slide, pop, again, and again, and again. And, you know, it, it's like this with everything that's worth doing. I remember when I was teaching my kids how to play guitar, you know, they would struggle and they'd get their fingers on that chord. And the first time they made that switch from the G to the C chord, they look up and like, yeah, I did it. And I'm like, excellent. Now do that a thousand times and it will become part of who you are. I found this to be true in the rhythms of life as well. You know, the, the longer we live and the more we try to follow God, the more we run into this pattern. We follow, we trust, we run into obstacles, we doubt, and we begin again. And it makes my amen really tired. This is the pattern that we see in our text for today in Genesis chapter 15. Now, two weeks ago when we began this series, we saw how God created all things and it started good. But then humanity, the natural inclination is to, to desire things for yourself, to seek your own way, which led to violence and destruction. And we saw last week that God needed to begin again with Noah and Noah's family after the flood. Now, these first stories, these first 11 chapters of Genesis, I like to think of as a wide-angle lens. It's the Hebrew people's creation stories of all of creation and all of humanity. Well, in chapter 12 of Genesis, we zoom in to an extreme close-up to one couple, Abram and Sarai. And the whole rest of the Bible is the story of their family. Now, his name is Abram. And... It's kind of a ironic and cruel name because it means exalted father. And it's ironic because this guy and his wife, Sarai, they don't have any children. And they're so old that they can't have children. And so in Genesis chapter 12, God calls to Abram, this exalted father with no children. And he makes this 
outlandish promise to Abram. He says, Abram, I will bless you. I will make you into a great nation. And through your people, all nations of the earth will be blessed. Well, you know, Lord, you kind of have to have children in order to become a great nation. Trust me, God says. And Abram trusted God. And he took his wife and his whole, his household, all of his servants and his possessions, and he uprooted them. And he traveled 700 miles to this unknown land called Canaan. That's chapter 12. Now, a bunch of stuff happens between chapter 12 and chapter 15, where we are today. Uh, there's a famine in Canaan, and Abram and Sarai, they go to Egypt to escape the famine, and all kinds of weird stuff happens with Pharaoh and Sarai, and it's crazy. And then they come back to Canaan, and there's a war. These tribes surrounding Abram's nephew named Lot, they attack Lot, and Abram goes to war, and God defends and supports Abram and rescues them. And so when we come to the beginning of chapter 15, it says, after these things, well, that was the these things, this huge war that Abram wins miraculously. And at the beginning of chapter 15, Abram's amen is starting to get a little tired. And so he looks up to God and he says, you know, Lord, it's, it's been a while now and I'm not getting any younger, you know. And the, the only heir that I have is my servant, Eleazar. Is that how you're going to make me into a great nation through my servant? No, the Lord says, you are going to have your own children. Huh? How is this possible? Then God does an amazing thing. He takes Abram and Sarai out under the night sky. And he says, look up at the stars, Abram. Imagine that right now. Imagine the, the most brilliant starry night you've ever seen. For me, it's in Zion Canyon in Utah. So many stars, they hang so low, you can almost touch them. And he says, the Lord says to Abram, Count the stars, Abram. <laughs> Lord, I can't count them. There's way too many. He says, exactly. That's my point, my son. That's how many children you will have. It, I can see the Lord standing there just like Coach Snez. Now, begin again, Abram. Trust me. This brings us to our key verse. Look at Genesis 15, verse 6. It says, And Abram said, Amen to the Lord. Wait, what? That's not what the Bible says. It says, He believed the Lord, and the Lord reckoned it to him as righteousness. He believed. See, this is what's so cool. The English word believed is translating the Hebrew word, wait for it, Amen. Amen means more than just believe with your mind. It means to trust. And it, it has at its root this image of an infant suckling at her mother's breast. To say amen, to trust God, 
is to completely abandon oneself into the hands of the Lord who provides for us. God said to Abram, I got this. And Abram said, Amen. Abram trusted God for the impossible. Now let's fast forward 2,000 years to the Apostle Paul. Do you remember what he said to his friends in the churches in Galatia? In Galatians chapter 3, he said, Just as Abraham believed, said Amen to God, and it was reckoned to him as righteousness, so you see, those who believe, who say Amen, are the descendants of Abraham. And the scripture foreseeing that God would justify the Gentiles by faith, which by the way, faith is the same word as believe, is the same word as amen, declared the gospel beforehand to Abraham saying, all Gentiles shall be blessed in you. The promise is fulfilled. And for this reason, those who say amen are blessed with Abraham who said amen. So how is your amen today? You know, three years ago, I came to Easter Lutheran Church because Pastor Chris Capel asked me to join her and you all at Easter in what you were doing. You claimed God's promise to grow in faith and carry on the work of Jesus Christ. And, and when I came here, I thought I knew what it was going to be like. I uprooted my family from Coon Rapids, moved down here, and we moved out. Nobody knew that Pastor Chris was going to get sick and leave. Nobody planned on 28 months of interim. Nobody knew that a pandemic was coming. And then last summer, if you'll remember, I created this website for our confirmation program and I was so excited about it. It was going to be this great adventure game where the students could log in and they could track their progress and I was so pumped. And then one year ago, right now, a year ago, at the beginning of the fall, the website, it just crashed right in front of my eyes. And we spent the whole year without a website. And, and we've spent this last year just eating humble pie and working to rebuild. Nobody knew when we started this journey that there would be 28 months of interim. Nobody knew that the website would crash and be dead for a year. Nobody knew coming into 2020 that a pandemic would break out and transform the way we live our lives. And I have to admit, my amen has been getting tired. And yet, <laughs> a funny thing happened along the way. God brought a web developer to us. And God called a lead pastor during a pandemic to take the helm of Easter Lutheran Church. Oh, dear friends of Easter, I believe that right now, as we enter into this fall, God is taking each one of us out under the night sky. Look up, my friends.
count the stars. God is faithful. God goes before us, has been behind us, walks beside us, is the ground beneath us, and God has promised to be with us through it all. And now we begin again. And all of God's people said, Amen.